You are listening to The Pregnancy Podcast with Vanessa Merton. Hello, thank you for tuning into The Pregnancy Podcast. I want to thank Mommy Steps for their support of this podcast. Mommy Steps makes insoles for your shoes specifically for pregnancy. They can prevent a ton of foot issues during pregnancy and potentially even help you with back pain. To check them out, go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash feet and use the promo code feet, that's F-E-E-T at checkout to save 20%. I also want to thank Zoller for their support. Zoller makes my favorite prenatal vitamin. They use really high quality ingredients. And this is the prenatal that I took throughout my whole pregnancy and that I'm still taking today. To check that out and get a promo code to save 25%, go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash vitamin. Last week, we talked about a gentle cesarean and vaginal seeding. If you missed that episode, you can go back and check out episode 124. This week, we're talking about back pain during pregnancy. This is something that's estimated to affect about two-thirds of expecting moms. Back pain tends to be more common as your pregnancy progresses, and there's a lot more reported cases in the third trimester. Back pain is such a huge issue because it can really impact all aspects of your life, like your work, your sleep, and even your social life. But just because back pain is common doesn't mean you should have to just suffer through it. This episode is going to talk about the causes of back pain, how you can prevent it, and how you can find some relief. When you hear about back pain during pregnancy, it's almost always low back pain, and this is often classified into three categories, which are lumbar spine pain, posterior pelvic pain, or a combination of those two. For simplicity, I'm going to group all of these together as back pain. And this episode is going to give you a great baseline of info to go off of for back pain, whether you're talking about lumbar pain or posterior pelvic pain. And back pain isn't just an issue during your pregnancy. This can also affect you in your birth or in your postpartum period. You want to go into your birth feeling good and without back pain that could potentially affect how you can labor. And of course, after your baby's born, back pain can be a problem because you're constantly carrying around a new baby, plus you're breastfeeding for many hours throughout the day and trying to find positions that are comfortable for that. So this isn't something that just happens during pregnancy. The American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists have a frequently asked questions page on their site that covers back pain during pregnancy. I always like to see what ACOG says about topics that I'm covering. They go into less detail than I'm going to get into on this episode, but if you want to see what the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists has to say, I'll put a link in the show notes for you. A 2017 study in France looked at how back pain affected quality of life. Your quality of life is a big deal. This study collected data through self-administered questionnaires, which are not always the most accurate. But this is common throughout a lot of the studies mentioned in this episode, since pain is subjective and there isn't a scientific way to measure it. There are several studies showing a strong correlation between back pain and quality of life. If you want to read more about that, I'll link to one of the more recent studies in the show notes for this episode. 
You already know that you go through a pile of changes during pregnancy, but let's talk about some of the symptoms that you could experience during pregnancy and explain how they can have an impact on your back and potentially cause issues like pain or discomfort. Weight gain during pregnancy is inevitable. It's usually recommended that you gain between 25 to 35 pounds during your pregnancy, assuming you are at a healthy weight to begin with. The majority of care providers are going to weigh you at each appointment. Please do not stress out over the scale and you want to try to focus on eating well and staying active. Gaining weight is inevitable and it's needed as your baby grows. This is just part of being pregnant. Increased weight or body mass index, BMI, may be a risk factor for back pain during pregnancy, but study results were kind of conflicting on this. Although your spine is going to have to work harder the more weight it is supporting. When you're pregnant, your center of gravity shifts. As your belly sticks out forward, that is going to shift your center of gravity. And as your belly gets bigger, you're going to have to also hold things further away from your body when you're carrying stuff. The further away you are holding heavy objects from your body, the more likely you are to hurt yourself. So that's something you want to watch out for. You might find that your posture changes during pregnancy. With increased weight in the front of your body, you are going to naturally tend to bend forward. To keep your balance and keep from falling over, then you're going to have to change your posture and lean backwards. This can strain your back muscles and cause pain or discomfort. Relaxin is a hormone that relaxes your ligaments. This is a good thing because it's going to help when you're in labor and birthing your baby. The bad news is that this hormone doesn't just concentrate its effects on your pelvis and your hips just before birth. This hormone can affect your entire body throughout your whole pregnancy, and this can cause back pain when the ligaments that help support your spine are relaxed, which can cause instability. The increase in relaxin can also make you more susceptible to injury, so keep that in mind when you are lifting heavy things or working out. You can see that a lot of changes are going on in your body that could potentially contribute to back issues or pain or discomfort. If you have a history of back pain, unfortunately, it does make it more likely that you'll experience back pain during your pregnancy. One review found that 85% of women with back pain in a previous pregnancy will develop back pain in a subsequent pregnancy. So if you have a history of back pain, it's even more important that you take care of your back. Fortunately, there is a lot that you can do to take good care of your back and help to prevent back pain during your pregnancy. Anything you can do to promote your overall health is going to benefit your whole body. Simple things that I tell you all the time, like staying hydrated, making sure you're getting enough sleep, even taking a quality prenatal vitamin. I have done so much research on prenatal vitamins, and I've tried a lot of different ones. I've read so many different labels. And my favorite one, my number one recommendation, is the prenatal vitamin plus DHA from Zoller. The reasons I like this are because they use really high quality ingredients, like the active form of folate, plus it has omega-3s like DHA. So for me, that meant that I could stop taking a separate supplement. I took this prenatal vitamin throughout my entire pregnancy, and I'm still taking it in the postpartum period as I am breastfeeding. To check out the vitamin and get a promo code to save 25%, 
go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash vitamin. Some other things that you can do to help prevent back pain is when you're sleeping, you might want to try putting a pillow between your knees. There are pregnancy specific pillows, but really any pillow is going to work. One study that I'm going to talk about found low quality evidence that a specially designed pillow may relieve night pain better than a regular pillow. So you can definitely just try a regular pillow before you run out and buy a special pregnancy one. When you are pregnant, you really need to be careful how you get up from a lying down position or from a sitting position. And when you're lying down, you really need to be sure that you're rolling to your side and then slowly walking yourself up with your hands. Of course, you know that you should be careful picking up heavy things. Anytime you lift something heavy, even when you're not pregnant, you want to make sure that you do not bend at your waist, that you bend at your knees and you keep your back straight. Basically, you're doing a squat, which are awesome to do during pregnancy. The more squats you do, the stronger you're going to be and the more comfortable you're going to be in that squat position during labor. You also want to try to avoid any sudden movements that jerk your body. And I did do a short Q&A on lifting heavy things during pregnancy, and I'll put the link to that in the show notes. And if this is not your first baby and you have another child, it can be a real challenge to avoid lifting up your kid. And this is going to get more challenging as your pregnancy progresses. Exercise can help strengthen and increase flexibility. Studies have found that a sedentary lifestyle increases your risk of back pain compared to those who engage in a more active lifestyle. But it is possible to overdo it. Some patients who had occupations described as mostly active and physically demanding also have higher risk of developing pain during pregnancy. If you are in a job that's physically demanding, you might need to make some adjustments at work. It is so important to take care of your back, and you do have some job protections that apply to pregnancy and your job duties, but you need to speak up. If your job is physically demanding, please make some adjustments proactively and take care of your body rather than waiting until an issue comes up and you're in pain. Having good posture is going to help prevent back issues. So just sitting up straight with your shoulders back and relaxed can help because poor posture can put strain on your spine. You may want to try supporting your lower back when you're sitting especially if you spend a lot of time sitting at a desk. You can get some lumbar support with a specific pillow or attachment designed for lumbar support, or even just try any small pillow. And you might also want to try using a footstool when you're sitting. After you have your baby, when you're breastfeeding, it's going to be a lot better for you and for your baby if you're comfortable. So please make sure that you are not sacrificing your comfort. Taking an extra minute to adjust your position, to add a pillow, to prop your feet up, whatever you can find helpful can really make a huge difference. Back pain also tends to increase with prolonged postures. So it's going to get worse the longer that you sit or the longer you stand or with repetitive motions or lifting. And again, if you are spending a lot of time sitting at a desk, if you have an office job, make sure that you're getting up and walking around frequently. Also, think about your footwear. I want you to take this beyond just talking about skipping the high heels. 
If you do want to rock heels during your pregnancy and you're comfortable, then by all means. But of course, you know that that's not going to be the best footwear for your back or for your feet. It's really recommended that you wear flats, and I highly recommend using insoles that are going to make your shoes even more comfortable and give you some arch support. Low back pain was one of the reasons that I started wearing the Mommy Steps insoles during my pregnancy. And from the point that I started wearing them, my back pain significantly improved and ended up going away. I really wish I had known about them sooner because I feel like if I would have started wearing them before the back pain started, that I could have potentially prevented it. Even the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists recommends wearing shoes with good arch support. Flat shoes usually provide little support. So Mommy Steps makes two types of inserts, and I used both on a daily basis throughout my pregnancy. One of the types is for athletic shoes, and I use that in my running shoes. And then they make another one that's better designed for flats. And the flat insoles, I had two of those. One just went in a pair of black pointed toe flats, and another pair went in my Toms. I loved wearing these insoles, one, because I knew that they prevented a ton of foot issues during pregnancy. But like I said, I was having some lower back pain, and then I started wearing the insoles, and that ended up going away, which I was so thankful for. And even since I've had my baby, I'm still using and enjoying my Mommy Steps insoles. When you do get these, it's really worth it to just take a few minutes to heat them up in the oven, and you can mold them to your own feet. It really is so easy to do, and this is really going to customize them and give you a better experience. If you want to learn more about the insoles, go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash feet, and be sure when you are buying your pairs that you use the promo code FEET, F-E-E-T, at checkout to save 20%. Now that we've covered a lot of different ways that you can prevent back pain, what if it happens? Well, let me give you some tips to alleviate back pain. One review found that 80% of women suffering from lower back pain claimed that it affects their daily routine, and 10% of them reported that they were unable to work. Only 50% of women suffering from pregnancy-related lower back pain are going to seek advice from a healthcare professional, and then only 70% of those are going to receive some kind of treatment. In a review that looked at random controlled trials of treatment to prevent or reduce the incidence or severity of back pain, found low-quality evidence that in general, the addition of exercise significantly reduced pain. The review did find that water-based exercise significantly reduced lower back pain-related sick leave. And there was moderate quality evidence that acupuncture or exercise tailored to the stage of pregnancy significantly reduced evening back pain. One study found that everyday motions like standing up from a chair, tossing and turning in bed, lying down, and sitting up were related to the intensity of lower back pain significantly. And it's interesting that these everyday movements were more associated with the intensity of pain over special motions that require an extra task or effort. Some of the things that I talked about to prevent back pain may also help you feel some relief if you are experiencing back pain, especially things like sleeping with a pillow between your knees or getting insoles for your shoes. 
If you're dealing with back pain, you can try a hot or cold compress. You might need to try out both and see what's going to provide more relief for you. You can try wearing a support belt, which can take some pressure off your back and might give you some relief. A lot of companies make marketing claims that postpartum girdles and supports provide abdominal support and back support. And yes, any brace that goes around your midsection is going to do that. If you are having any back issues, it could be nice to have that extra support there. Abdominal support after you have your baby may or may not be comforting for you. A lot of companies that make these also claim that they promote good posture, and many of these kind of force you to sit up straight because they're uncomfortable to slouch in, or it might have boning in it, which forces you to stay upright. Good posture is a good thing, so it would make sense that some of these do contribute to that. I did a full episode with a review on all different types of postpartum girdles and the evidence behind those if you want to check it out, and I'll link to that in the show notes. Prenatal massage is another thing that you can do to alleviate back pain. The goal is going to be relaxation, relieving aches, pains, and stress and tension relief. A massage when you are pregnant is really going to be customized to your needs, and it really should be with a massage therapist who's trained and has experience with pregnancy. There's a whole episode on this, and I'll link to that in the show notes. Another technique that you might want to explore is acupuncture. If you're not familiar with acupuncture, it's a key component of traditional Chinese medicine. This involves inserting really thin, tiny needles through your skin at strategic points on your body. The objective of this is to balance the flow of energy known as qi. According to traditional Chinese medicine, qi is believed to throw throughout pathways, which are called meridians, in your body. And by inserting needles into specific points along these meridians, acupuncture practitioners believe that your energy flow is going to be rebalanced. Many Western practitioners view that acupuncture points as places to stimulate nerves, muscles, and connective tissue. Some believe that this stimulation boosts your body's natural painkillers and increases blood flow. And acupuncture is often used for pain relief. The downside of acupuncture is you could be a little sore where needles were inserted, and although the risks are very low, you want to make sure that you have this done at a reputable place that's using sterile disposable needles. Definitely make sure that the acupuncturist that's treating you is licensed and that they have knowledge and experience treating pregnant women. Seeing a chiropractor is another option for back pain. A chiropractor typically uses their hands or an instrument to manipulate the joints on your body, particularly your spine, and they do this to restore or enhance joint function. This often helps resolve joint inflammation and can potentially reduce your pain. One study found most pregnant patients undergoing chiropractic treatment reported clinically relevant improvement. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And this study also addresses some of the other research available on chiropractic care for back pain during pregnancy. Let me know if you want more information on seeing a chiropractor during your pregnancy. That would be a good topic to bring an expert on for. And if you do choose to see a chiropractor during pregnancy, you can start by asking your doctor or your midwife for a referral. And please make sure that the chiropractor you see is experienced in treating pregnant patients. 
A TENS machine could potentially be used as non-pharmacological pain relief. TENS stands for Transcutaneous Electrical Nerve Stimulation. I covered TENS machines on the podcast as an option for pain relief during labor, and I'll link to that episode in the show notes. But if you are looking at non-medication options for pain relief and it's pretty severe, this could be an option. If you are experiencing back pain and you do want to take medication, then you should be weighing the risks and benefits and having a conversation with your doctor or midwife. Any medication, whether it's over-the-counter or prescription, of course should be talked about with your care provider. Acetaminophen has long been thought to be safe for use during pregnancy, and it's often listed as safe medication on resources online. This tends to be the medication most often recommended by doctors for pregnant patients for pain relief, but a couple of studies released last year might be challenging the safety of acetaminophen. In a study released last year, researchers related an increased risk for asthma in children to maternal use of acetaminophen during pregnancy. I'll put a link in the show notes, and if you do read that study, it talks about paracetamol, which is a brand name of the drug acetaminophen. In the U.S., we commonly refer to Tylenol, which also contains acetaminophen. In another study in the Journal of American Medicine, researchers found an association between acetaminophen use during pregnancy and behavioral problems in children. Aspirin is usually not recommended during pregnancy or breastfeeding. There are some exceptions in which low-dose aspirin is prescribed, but that likely is not going to assist you with back pain. NSAIDs, or non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like ibuprofen, may be safe in the second trimester, but they're generally not recommended in the first or third trimesters. Any prescription medication should be discussed in detail with your doctor or midwife, and you should be informed about all of the risks and benefits associated with taking the medication so that you can make an informed decision as to whether or not you're comfortable taking it. There are concerns about many prescription pain medications during pregnancy, so you really want to make sure that you're talking about this with your doctor or midwife. The severity and frequency of your back pain is going to play a part in you weighing the risks and benefits of taking any pain medications during your pregnancy. Obviously, when you have an opportunity to treat the cause rather than just the symptoms, that's going to be ideal. And we talked about a lot of non-medication options today, too. Lastly, I want to talk about when you should contact your doctor or midwife. I am always going to strongly recommend that you contact your care provider anytime you want to. If it will put your mind at ease, contact them now and don't wait until your next appointment. In regards to back pain, there's a few things that you might want to keep an eye on. You should especially contact your doctor or midwife if your back pain is severe or increasing rapidly. A quick onset of back pain could be a sign of preterm labor, and I did cover signs of labor in a past episode. I'll link to that in the show notes if you missed it. And lastly, if your back pain is accompanied by a fever, then you should also reach out to your care provider. To recap today's episode, we talked all about back pain during pregnancy. We went through a lot of the changes that your body goes through during pregnancy and how that can contribute to back pain. 
we talked about preventing back pain by doing really simple things like taking care of your health, getting insoles for your shoes. And we also talked about how you can treat back pain if that's something that you are dealing with. I want to thank you for tuning into the pregnancy podcast today. I hope that you find this episode helpful. As always, you can contact me, Vanessa, at PregnancyPodcast.com. You can find notes and resources for this episode at PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash episode 125.